0: Whether you've never been in a relationship, been in and out of them, or feel like you're going to be single your whole life, then this podcast is for you. For 10 years, I've been wanting to get married, but I didn't know how or where to look for a spouse. So I did a deep dive into finding the strategy and way forward, and Alhamdulillah, I got married on the 13th of May, 2023. In this podcast, I take you through my journey. But unlike other podcasts, this one was recorded while I was still on my journey, you get to listen to it as it unfolds i talk about the real stuff the stuff that nobody talks about in this process i bring up all things vulnerable and the practical steps that you can take to get married i'm on a mission to help 5 million single muslim women have the tools to find the man of their dreams and be in a healing nourishing and allah centered relationship if this sounds like something you want then you're in the right place bismillah Welcome to episode 3 of this podcast where I take you through my journey of me getting married and finding my husband. As always, the goal is at the last episode, Allahu Alam, how many episodes that is, my husband will be here um, for the last episode and we will ask him the question, where have you been? Yes, I'm very excited to ask him that question, inshallah. In this episode, I'd really love to talk to you about my vision, the next step that I took. So in last week's episode, I had to ask myself some really powerful questions and had to go through a journey of coaching to land in the place that I'm currently at at the moment. Who do I want to be? And when I found the answer to that, the second question is, what am I looking for? And so I got clear on what I was looking for. I got clear on the relationship that I want. I got clear on who I wanted to be as a person, as a wife, as a future mother, inshallah, as a as a person in a relationship. That's what I got clear on. And so I took the next step where I developed a vision/slash du'a for my life that gives me sort of a compass and a direction, something to hold on to in this process. I know that this process is going to be a big one. The one that I'm currently undertaking is going to be a big one. So I need an anchor, something that's going to hold me, keep me strong, and keep me keep me focused on what I'm actually looking for. Last year in 2021, I intended Sheikh Hamadi Sharif's course, Visionaire. I already did it in 2013 and I chose to redo it again last year. I love that course. For those that don't know, Sheikh. Muhammad Sharif, may Allah have mercy on his soul, passed away very suddenly. May Allah bless him for all of these incredible work that he's done, his contribution to this ummah. He's done some incredible, incredible things. He developed an, his iconic course called Visionaire. And if you haven't done it, I highly recommend that you do it. What I love about this course is that it gets you to look at du'a in a completely different way. Like it gets you to re rethink what du'a is. Du'a isn't just something we just make after every salah in a different language we don't understand. Dua is our vision. Dua is our anchor. And it gets us to reassess the blocks that we have around du'a. Some of the blocks people have that are very common with du'a is, well, what if it's not written for me? What if Allah is going to be upset at me asking for it over and over again? What if I'm just being selfish making du'a for myself? What if I make du'a and it doesn't happen? I'm going to be so upset that it doesn't happen. So those are some of the blocks that people Oh, another du'a block that people have is I can't make du'a for dunya, I can only make du'a for akhirah. And what I love about this course that Sheikh Muhammad Al-Sharif does is that that's not du'a at all. Those things that we say, those blocks are actually not du'a. That's a misunderstanding of what we understand du'a to, to, to be. Du'a is so powerful. And one of my favorite ayahs about dua is in Surah Al-Baqarah where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says وَإِذَا سَأَلَكَ عِبَادِي عَنِّي فَإِنِّي قَرِيبُ أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعْدَ فَنْيَسْتَجِيبُوا لِي وَلِيُؤْمِنُوا بِهِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يُرْشُدُونَ It's so beautiful what Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says. When my ass, servants ask you about me, that's Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala talking directly to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When my when my servants ask you about me verily i'm near now let's pause here when somebody asks you like allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la dropped a few words purposely usually it should say when my servants ask you about me then tell them i'm near allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la dropped then tell them what that means is allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la is talking to the prophet when my servants ask you about me and then allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la directly addresses us he says it's like Allah is telling us, I don't even need to go through the Prophet to answer that question. I'm going to answer them directly. Verily, I'm near. Allah telling us, I am near. Take a moment to think about how powerful, profound that is. Allah is saying, you don't, need, you don't need to go through people. You know, when you, we feel like we need to go through people because we feel like their dua is going to be more accepted, Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la is saying, I'm near, call upon me, just call upon me, I'm near to you. Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la tells us that he's He's close to us in our jugular vein. That's how close Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la is and we can call him at any time. When my servants ask you about me, verily I'm near. I answer the call of the caller when they call. Now, like subhanAllah, Allah ta'ala says, I answer the call of the caller. Now, there's a difference between answering, saying, I answer the call of a caller than the caller. Like, for example, if I said, hey, pass me a book, what does that mean? You can pass me any book, right? I didn't specify which book. But if I say, hey, pass me the book, I'm being very specific about which book I want you to pass me. Right. And so subhanallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I answer the call of the caller. What does that mean? Is that he knows you. He knows you directly. You're not a no caller ID when you call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're not a private number when you call Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You show up, your name shows up. He knows who you are. He knows the whispers of your heart. Isn't that so profound? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows who you are. And he's saying, I'm me. I answer the call of the caller when they call. So they should try to respond to me so that they may be successful, so they may be on the right path. And all he's saying is, so respond to me. Respond to what I say to you. SubhanAllah, So Allah is so kind. So what are some of the wisdoms that we take away from this beautiful ayah is that start calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remember that Allah is the Lord of the worlds. Allah can, He is able to do anything he, he wants. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not limited. And sometimes when we make dua, we limit our dua. But why? Allah is the Lord of the words worlds. And when He says, call upon me, He's saying, go. What do you want? What do you want? That's what Allah is saying. And we're limiting. We're limiting our dua. Actually, it's part of faith ultimate faith and tawakkul is calling upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and asking for big. because what you're saying is I know who you are ya Allah and I know you're the Lord of the world and I know that you're able to do everything when we shortchange our dua what you're really saying is that you're not you don't really believe Allah is able to do anything And I'm saying this because sometimes we need to be confronted with the truth. And we hide away and we dance away from the truth in our language, what we say to ourselves. But really, it's time we get to know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. I've been on a journey to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the last decade. I did a deep dive into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's 99 names and I fell in love with Allah. I honestly believe that you cannot learn Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's 99 names without falling in love with him trying to say is I mean really get to know who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is because how can you worship someone you don't know how can you love someone you don't know how can you call upon someone you don't know you won't right you won't you will constantly be limited in your dua and so I recommend go on that journey and learn about Allah love Allah and as a result of that what's going to happen is your duas are going to get big and so that's what I started doing through the visionary course my duas became big and they were beautiful and they were amazing and they gave me goosebumps and I loved them and they were so real. So part of what I did as part of the Visionaire course last year, and then I signed up again for this year and I did it again this Ramadan. So I did it twice in one row and I evolved my du'as even more, which I loved. I got clearer, even clearer about what my is 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 I did it very specifically. So I developed six dream du'as, speak six specific du'as of things I wanted, things that where I wanted to be in a future moment and where I wanted to achieve in my life. But by the way, when I say six dream du'as, it doesn't mean that I didn't make du'a for other things. I don't make du'a for other things. Yeah, man, I make du'a for my family. I make du'a for my clients. I make du'a for a lot of things, right? Just these du'as are my visionary du'as. They're my vision du'as. I still make du'a for everything else. These are the du'as of where I want to go in the next three to five years of my life. That's the direction. Well, for me, it's one to three years, where I want to see my life in the next one to three years. So they're very specific du'as. And so what I did was I developed with the help of visionary alhamdulillah, the amazing course that I did, was I developed where, Because I already was doing the work through my coaching, through my own personal work. So I knew what I wanted. Like I got clear of what I wanted. And through the visionary course, you get to dream even bigger, which is so exciting, right? It's so beautiful to imagine what the possibilities of your life would look like. Anyway, I did that and I developed this beautiful dua. And this beautiful dua that I developed was I put myself in a future moment where when this du'a was going to be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what would I feel? What would I see? What would I smell? And as a result of that, then I could be so grateful at that moment that the dua is 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 I could taste, smell, touch my dua, that I could see it right in before my eyes. So I put myself in a future moment. My dua that I've crafted is a future moment that inshallah will happen. And then when it happens, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and then be like, this is my du'a. And I'm going to cry because I know that that's that's what's going to happen because how can you not cry, right? (laughs) Something that you've been yearning for is now tangible and in your life. And so that's what I did. I crafted my beautiful du'a. I'm not going to share my du'a. Maybe I'll share it after the podcast is done. Maybe. I don't know. I I need to decide what that is because it's something so dear and so personal to me. Um, So I crafted this beautiful du'a that's future moment. So I had this du'a and I also developed a vision board of what this du'a represents like, what is dua? Like, so I had, I, on Canva, by the way, if, you, if you're not into Canva, get into Canva, by the way, it's beautiful. So on Canva, I developed, I put my dua in beautiful writing and then I developed pictures, pictures of what my dua will look like of my du'a that inspire me so that I have something visually to look at. And subhanAllah, it's really profound. Like vision boards are so amazing, right? People do them for their goals. Why don't we do them for our du'ats, right? Why don't we do vision chairs and all of that vision boards for our du'ats? So if you're not on that, doing that, do that because it's incredible. And so I did that. And then I went went one step further. So when I was doing the pictures for my du'at, right, obviously the the du'at that I was making for was marriage. As I was looking for photos for my vision board, I came across this really beautiful photo. It was this beautiful photo of a couple. You couldn't see their heads. You could only see their their neck down. Of a guy, he's wearing this grey jumper and uh, his wife has her hand around uh, like in his arm and you could see her ring. It was such a beautiful picture. I don't know. I gravitated towards it and I put it on my vision board. I was like, I love this. I'm going to put it on my vision board. It's so beautiful. And I could just imagine that that's me and my husband. And so I decided to go one step further. I said to myself, well, I want to go one step further. I have so much faith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to open the door for me because who is He? He's al Fattah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the opener. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Razak, the provider. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Malik, who's the king. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Al-Rahman. He's so kind and loving. I knew all of these about Allah. So the question was never going to be, well, what if it doesn't happen? Because that didn't cross my mind. You might be saying, well, Hannah, how didn't that cross your mind? Because I knew who Allah was. And I know that wherever I land is going to be so much more beautiful than I could have ever imagined it. I know for a fact that Allah is never going to change me. Allah is never going to undergive me. He's never. He's never going to undergive me. So I know that the dua that I'm making is going to land me in a better, a far place better than I could have ever imagined. So the question is never, what if Allah doesn't give me? He's going to give me, and he's going to give me far greater. But you might be saying, well, what if it's not written for me? If it's not written for me, he's going to give me something far greater so I'll never be disappointed. So why is this even a thought? Why is there even a doubt that Allah might not give me? Because he's going to give me because he tells us he responds to us he gives us cuz Allah is so kind Allah will never turn away uh, turn us away Allah is shy to let the believer go empty handed Allah the lord of the worlds is shy of us when we ask of him like tell me that that's not a kind lord and you you're here overthinking uh, and doubting who Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is or what if it's not written for me so i'm not going to make dua and so i'm going to mope and, and then i'm going to blame Allah for everything if that's the mindset, then really we need to start unlearning that. We really need to start unlearning that because that's going to keep holding you back in your relationship with Allah. That's going to keep holding you back in your dreams and your visions. So let's start shifting that. So I, this is why I'm doing the podcast. I'm doing the podcast because I know that this is going to be launched. I know that I'm going to launch this. I know that I'm going to get married. I know I'm going to launch this and I know I'm going to help other single Muslim women this is this is me showing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala i have full tawakkul in you ya Allah whatever beauty you have installed for me i trust you ya Allah i trust you and i'm going to do my part and what's my part is doing tawakkul ala Allah and how do we do tawakkul ala Allah we trust Allah and we have to put action we have to tie our camel and then leave it to Allah and so this is my action step that i'm taking and so this is what my du'a was. My du'a was, it's going to happen. Allah is going to give. And Allah, when He gives, He gives abundantly. Allah will never give me, shortchange me. Allah ne- Allah is not stingy. Allah does not give you less. He gives you more. So how can you not be? It's like I go to someone, I say, I go to someone like, oh, give me $1 million. Oh, but what if they don't give me $1 million, $1 million? I just really need $1 million. And the person gives you $10 million. Allah Taala obviously to him is the highest example. That's exactly what your relationship is like with dua. When you ask him, he gives you far more. He's not going to give you $10. When you ask for $1 million, he's not going to give you $10 million. He's going to give you far more than that and in a greater way that you never thought was possible. And so that's what I did with my dua because I knew whatever Allah has installed with me is going to be far greater. This is what my imagination can take at this point in time and I'm going to love it. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna breathe it in, and I'm gonna make du'a for it. And I know it's gonna constantly evolve, and I know it's gonna be even better when He gives it to me. That's, that's what I believe truly in my heart. And so that's what I did with my du'a. I was so had this yakin, it's gonna happen, inshallah. Allah's gonna open the way for me. And so I took it one step further. In 2021, I decided after my, my visionary du'a, I decided that I was gonna go out and I was gonna buy my husband a gift. A gift. I don't know who my husband is, but I'm going to go and buy him a gift because this is. The, I want to. I want to be able to smell my du'a. So what I did was I went into Maya and I bought perfume because I said to myself, the first time I hug my husband, I want to smell this perfume on him. I want it. I want to smell it because I want to remember the du'a. And so what I did was I bought him the perfume and then I also got a little sample. So every time I'd make the du'a, I'd sniff the sample because I'm like. This is what my du'a is going to smell like. So that was what I did in 2021. And I had my du'a sitting in my prayer space in my room to constantly remind me, this is going to happen. Allah, you're going to give this perfume to someone. You don't know who he is yet, but it's going to happen, inshallah. And then this year, what I did was, was after I did the vision board, I said, well, I want to buy something again this year. I'm not sure what I want to buy yet, but I'm just going to go. So I went to Maya. This is what happened in Ramadan. I went into Maya and subhanAllah, as soon as I walked into Maya, as soon as I turned my head to the left, as soon as I walked in, turned my head to the left, the first thing that I saw, guess what it was, you're not going to believe it, was the grey jumper, the grey jumper from my vision board. Like subhanAllah, what was the likelihood that I was going to find the same jumper that was on my vision board? And I wasn't even looking for it, like subhanAllah. So I went up to it, I'm like, (gasps) I'm buying that. But I'm And I thought to myself, well, I don't even know what the size of my husband is. What's his size? I'm not sure what his size is. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it. I'm going to choose what size I think my future husband will be. I don't know. I'm just going to guess. So I bought him, I think it was a medium or something like that. And I bought it. And I told the lady, I'm like, oh, is there an exchange? She said 30 days. I'm like, well... I either find my husband in 30 days or I just have full trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that this is the jumper that's perfect for my husband. And that's what I did. And that's what I have with me right now. So, with me right now, I have my beautiful updated dream dua from last year. So, my last year's dua was it evolved even more for this year, alhamdulillah. So, I've got this beautiful dua for marriage. I've got this beautiful vision board that I constantly look at and that I come back to. I've got The perfume. I've got the jumper, and I also made a wedding invitation. So you might be saying, Hannah, you are next level crazy lady. Um, whatever you may think, whatever you may think, I'm just so determined that I have so much faith in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala that He's going to open it for me. So I developed this wedding invitation. It says Hannah Olushingi and husband. I put it for October this year, I don't know what that is. I just I just roughly, I'm like, oh, October's a nice month. <laughs> I don't know why I chose October. I just thought, well, if I was to get to know someone soon, October would be a nice time to do something, maybe like a tab or a fatiha or something. I don't know. I don't know. So, I put October of this year. So, allahu alam, what's going to happen? is something going to happen in October? Am I going to get married? Am I going to find someone? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to go through this journey and see what happens and how it unfolds. So that's my dua part of this part of the story of this milestone. So what I really wanted to share with you is if you are listening to this and you are a person that holds back in your dua and you're a person that is scared to make dua, I invite you, to to go do the work to learn about who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is because you're missing out you are really missing out in terms of what's possible for dua. Go out there, learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then go and dream big in your dua. And I promise you, I promise you, Allah will never give you empty-handed, never leave you empty-handed, never. He will always give you and He will give you far better than what you could have ever dreamed for. Like, Because I've been making dua for marriage over the last 10 years and when people say, oh, just make dua, before I used to be like, "Eh, yeah, I've been doing that. But really, really have I, was I really truly making dua? Was I coming to Allah? I believe I was coming to Allah saying, yeah, yeah, sort, I do want this, but I don't really know if you can give it to me. That's the sort of vibe that I gave off, subhanAllah, which is really sad. And it's not until I did, by the way, go do Visionaire. It's not until I did Visionaire and started really deep diving on the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that so much has changed and I love that now I have this I've got this beautiful dream diet in front of me with the perfume and the jumper and I've got a clear idea of what my vision is also by the way I wrote my husband a letter um with the jumper to go along with the jumper and i said dear husband i'm not going to read you out the letter um cuz i sealed it and i forgot what i actually even wrote on there but i wrote something along the lines dear husband i know this is super weird but i sort of bought you a jumper and i don't know who you are and i can't wait to meet you and i'm so curious to know who you are what's your name all of that how we meet that's what i wrote in the letter so when i give him the jumper and the perfume i will give him also the letter inshallah so if you're a person again listening to this podcast and you are wanting to make dua go ahead and do that dream big if you're something that you're yearning for it's time that you now reshift your relationship with dua and start to ask it for it in such a beautiful way go out there and take action in your dua through buying something through doing action because that reinforces to yourself that yeah I really want this. Because if you really want something, you're going to act upon it. If you don't really want something, guess what? You're going to forget about the dua. You're not going to make it often. You're not going to take action about it. So a real big indicator that you're hungry for this dua is how much action are you going to take and how much action are you willing to take? If you know a single Muslim woman that's out there that really needs to hear this message, go ahead and send her the gift of this podcast. Go ahead and send her this episode. Being in this process can be so lonely, but it doesn't need to be. So go ahead and send her this episode, inshallah. Go ahead and leave a five-star review and tell me what you're loving, learning, and resonating from these podcasts. Go ahead and like Facebook on Facebook, She Empowerment Coaching and Instagram. And salam Alaikum.